0: Welcome to episode three of For the Record. Today we'll be talking about the latest album from Bleeding Rainbow, Interrupt. This is a band that uh, we had the good fortune to see a couple of years ago. We were in Austin and saw them in this uh, tiny little club, and it was a pretty interesting experience. That it was the end of the night, we had you know not didn't know much about them. I think I knew that there was a Carrie Brownstein connection in terms of their name. And I'd heard some recordings, and it was a very shoegaze sound. And I went through a phase of really loving that kind of... uh, Let's say I went through a phase where uh, uh, Lush was my favorite band. Don't throw (laughs) any tomatoes, but yeah. But yeah,
1: and by the way, the the Carrie Brownstein connection was that she had... So they already put out three previous albums under the name reading rainbow in philadelphia but they just they were just kind of a local band and carrie brownstein made some comment about i think she was saying favorable things about the band but didn't like that they were using reading rainbow without permission and so they changed it and probably also realized that you know if they ever got popular they could probably get sued so maybe it was a good idea and i actually think bleeding rainbow is a better name. yeah
0: didn't they, i think their social media handle had something to do with lavar burton but uh yeah, the what I, I like the sh- but I like the shoegazy sound and Carrie Brownstein says they're good. We'll check them out. But we saw them in this tiny little club, late at night. It was this and pit you know in, in South
1: by Southwest you're seeing like literally fourteen bands a day from eleven in the morning until two in the morning every day. So by the end of the night you're really exhausted, and s- somebody has to really be amazing to blow you away.
0: Yeah, but thanks for spoiling that they blew me away. <laughs> yeah, no, I I completely face melting and that was the thing that was so surprising that it's that the recording I heard was very not hard edges just a lot of kind of fuzz and noise and this was just so aggressive and just really grabbed me and pulled me in and it was the end of the night but I was just I wanted to be as close to that music and have it wash over me and just completely destroy me and it did and it was great
1: and you know that talking about the live experience that's one thing that I have found challenging about their albums and we'll talk a little bit about this more, but I feel like one of my ongoing issues with any album is I need the lyrics to be high up in the mix and I need to be able to understand them. And I felt like that was the case when we saw them live, but um, on record, they they're just continuing to keep the lyrics too low. So that's one big challenge that it was that, I've had with this album
0: yeah I, I think I didn't have quite the same problem a I thought the lyrics were actually pretty high up in a fair number of the songs but B I just like that wall of noise washing over me and I like the idea that if it sounds great I'll listen to it again and again and each time hey I'll pick up a few more words of the lyrics as I really let it sink into me and but no I just I love that that it's just come at you with the wall of sound and I think that starts right off in the first track of time and place where it's just welcome to the album and smack in the face is is how we start this thing so let's listen to that I just think that's such a great way to begin the album, that it's it's one of the most aggressive songs on the album, and it's right up front, and I love that it's a first track about, uh, hey, I need to be on my own, and it's very just about independence. And
1: I like this track, too, and I like it because they're both singing, and I feel like that's the strong point of the album is when both of them are doing the vocals. So just to backtrack a little bit, I refuse to listen to any couples' bands. I didn't know that the primary vocalists are um, married and so I think she's fabulous I think he is not so great when he sings alone so the big problem that I find with couples bands is that you know when you love someone they have their art projects and you know you are fans of those art projects because you love the person but that doesn't necessarily mean that they're that they have the independent quality necessary to survive on their own and I think that's a running theme with a lot of couples bands is they'll let one other half of the couple run with ideas that, you know, in a more healthy relationship band where it's, you know, people who are maybe taking it more seriously or whatever, they're going to shoot that idea down because it's actually a bad idea. And um, so speaking of bad ideas, the the dude in this couple sings solo or for most of the song on a couple of the tracks, and he just has – A really terrible voice he has what I call the shouty angry teenager voice which you know might have been popular in like the early 2000s and is okay if you're like a punk band but it just doesn't fit with their style and um, I I think is really undermines the album so it's, it's she's great on her own they're great together and I think the dual vocals are the strongest points of the album but him singing by himself is terrible
0: So that song is images, and that is the only song where he is really just on his own. And I think I actually don't dislike this song. I think it's kind of a fun, stripped-down kind of garage rocker, and they're clearly going for that. I think they have an, a, did an official video for this that just really feels like them playing in someone's rec room, and I, it's but it just doesn't fit yeah. with the rest of the album.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's, there was certainly an audience for that, you know, 15 years ago and that's fine. But like, I, I just don't, I don't see why they feel the need to add it in here. I
0: Well, it's, there's something to be said for making it up and not having all your songs sound the same. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's to be commended. And I, and I think it's, I like this theme that's actually sort of interesting after our last episode talking about the Ott EP, which I insist was an LP, but, uh, <laughs> that was about, you know, having a little difficulty facing, the outside world and just the the difficulty of getting through day to day. And I think this is a little bit of similarity with the sort of extra layer of kind of alienation brought on by technology of like, I'm just staring at screens inside all the time and well I'm an office worker. I, I get the feel.
1: And like you definitely picked up on the lyrics there. And that's an example of like uh, where I also still didn't really pay that much attention to the lyrics, which is unusual for me, even though they're obviously not too low in the mix, But I think it's also that a lot of their lyric choices are very kind of generic. And I think it's part of the function of they're really young and they're a band that's trying to find their sound. But it's they're also I I, I don't know their exact ages, but they look really young. And so it may just be that they're not old enough to have anything to say yet, which is okay.
0: Yeah, I I definitely am on the same page. I think some of their songs, I mean, that can be really very catchy. And they can be catchy, but I feel uh, out of line, I think, is one of the songs that's on there. We won't play it, but it's just, you know, it's it's great instrumentally, but then the lyrics are just kind of like a little, Almost, I feel myself cringing to the extent that I can understand them. Mm-hmm. But I think, you know, maybe I'm more warm to this album because... You know, I, I can. I I think you're we more lyrically focused, and I'm just like, if the instrumentals are good, and I if there's kind of a simple idea, I'll take the simple idea and run with it, and you know, I'm I'm prepared to run with that. And just like each of these songs has just like, here's a very simple idea, and the lyrics maybe don't do the most nuanced job of expressing it, but there's amazing instrumentals backing them up with that simple idea, and I can run with it and really enjoy that. But yeah, I think, I I, I think a good contrast though with this song where he he is kind of standing on his own, and it just he's not strong enough vocalist is a a tracks start again where he is definitely up front but there's enough of his wife in the Mm -hmm. mix and just a little of her goes a long way to just really bring the entire level up Yeah, I think it makes a world of difference. He can be up front uh, with support, and I think that's that song, actually, I really like. It's just such a catchy chorus. I don't know why that little, like, three-note pattern mm-hmm. at the end of the chorus. I just find that the way it sort of emerges from the guitar noise is is, is very charming. Uh, I think this one's also interesting because it's the effectively the title track. The album is called Interrupt. The song is called Start Again, but when you actually listen to the lyrics to the extent that i can understand them after mm-hmm. however many listens that i've done he's talking about that you know beginning this pattern and start again but then interrupt that pattern break out of the cycle and so i think if i'm trying to find a theme for the album i have to look there if they're going to name the album after this in the sort of interesting way that it's the song is start again the album is interrupt and you know I th- i'd like to think that this is about them like oh we're trying to find our sound and are we kind of stuck in a rut and this is maybe our chant let's break out of that and that so let's let's see what that next album is but maybe that's this is what their statement of like hey we're gonna break out of whatever we we're doing before and synthesize something new
1: yeah i really like that track too and i i like it in particular because of the drumming the drawing is really tight and really strong on this whole album and It'll be interesting to see what happens in the next album because they were without a drummer for a while, and so they borrowed the drummer from A Place to Bury Strangers who they had been touring with, um, to, who's obviously like a very experienced and technically proficient drummer and who I think did a great job on this album. So we'll see, in, and that person is not going to be continuing with the band. They have hired now a new permanent drummer. So I'll be interested to see what that sounds like on the next album. And another, another song that... I thought was really notable for the drumming just the just the tightness and the proficiency of the drumming was what i think is the best song on the album which is called cut up it's also the penultimate song it's just kind of ties all of the sounds of the album together you know insofar as they're reaching in a lot of different directions for their sound i thought they brought a lot of the elements together and it's just really catchy and it's fun and um here's a little bit of it
0: it's definitely interesting you mentioned the drums i think that i found them to be not very showy which is maybe a good sign i think that it was on first listen i'm like is this if is the drumming even standing out and then it's that repeated listens you really realize oh there are these nice subtle differences like little you know just mixing it up enough to to keep the songs going without really showing off like hey look at me i'm the drummer but then i think on this track there really is you know this section I think a little bit after what we heard where it gets super melodic mm-hmm. and it's dur- during this lengthy breakdown.
1: I think that's actually true of a lot of the songs on the album where there are instruments that aren't typically, that you don't think of as melodic, like the drums and then sometimes coming out of the guitar noise, it's more melodic than you would expect. And that was one thing I liked.
0: Yeah, no, the guitar, the use of guitar noise as, yeah, as a like to keep a nice kind of tone to it and not just have it be completely... <sighs> definitely well done across the album. But yeah, this, and also, you know, talking about how there's that breakdown, how a lot of these songs there are, it's not verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge. It's verse and then a very different verse. And then we'll do that a couple times and then we'll have some crazy instrumental breakdown and then a chorus and then a bridge and then maybe a different instrumental breakdown. And it just, this build up. in some cases, it really lets you, because you think like, hey, it's changing, oh, it's changing back, it's changing, it's changing, it's changing back. And then it changes into a third thing and then it, that's not the cor- and then the, when the chorus comes and it can be really just this moment of tremendous relief, especially how I feel like that just this band has such a strength for just these just soaring and you know the lead vocalist is so powerful that when she just lets it loose and after all that build up it can be really amazing. And I think the most dramatic uh, example of that is on the song "So You Know," and I will play a long section of that so you can really get a sense of that build up.
1: about how a lot of the songs have a lot going on and there are you know there's structurally there's a lot of uh, you know movement and they're kind of throwing a lot of things in in an unexpected ways and I feel like that's really the story of the whole album. Where they're trying a lot of different ideas, but they're almost too all over the map. There's a lot of kind of references to 90s alt rock and shoegaze and a little bit of punk. But I don't feel like there's any sound that's definitively theirs. And I feel like they're still figuring out what their sound is. But the reason that I we wanted to talk about this album is that this is a really young band, and even though they've got a couple albums that were before they changed names, and this is their second name, second album is Bleeding Rainbow. They're still kind of getting it together. They're still young, and I feel like this is a ba- this is a this album is a snapshot of a band that's on the way to something else, and I'm really looking forward to seeing where they're going with that. Yeah, I,
0: I think definitely the sort of artistic. You know, maybe if not lyrical, but, you know, musically, I think a lot of these songs are super interesting. I think having, you know, at least trying to pull off a theme, this idea of, you know, breaking out of unhealthy cycles, I think is, is hopefully a sign of, of some degree of artistic, you know, it's not it's not the most sophisticated idea, but I th- I'd like to think that there's some artistic uh, maturity there. And I think I, I want to talk about I, one of the songs that we haven't touched on yet is this song, Tell Me, that is just incredibly incredibly catchy very sweet has some darkness and it's a catchy song about being subjugated about a really unhealthy situation and you know maybe not breaking out of it in that song but i think i agree with a lot of your comments that yeah they're not quite there there's a lot of parts they're not quite fitting just right this isn't a great album but yeah i think this band I think they could. They may have a great album in them. I'm definitely going to keep an eye on them, and I'm going to see them live, because regardless of how they sound on the album, the live experience is pretty exceptional and worth seeking out. So I'm going to, I think, play a little bit of uh, Tell Me, because this is just catchiness. And uh, thanks for listening, and enjoy.